How's it going, lovebirds? You're now listening to the podcast that brings you real relationship advice from real relationship experiences. I'm your host, Derek Brown Jr., and on today's episode of the Good Relationships Podcast, season number two, episode nine, my guest is Sam Nowacek. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, you know. I've uh, I've actually wanted you on the podcast for some time. We met about a year ago, and uh, I remember you gifting me uh, opportunity to read two of your books. Right. Um, and, you know, at that point, I was like, I can tell you're smart. I can tell you're intelligent oh, based off of <laughs> your library. But I was like, it'd be pretty cool to have you on the podcast. So very Thank thankful you. that you were able to come out today and be a guest. Yeah, I'm glad to sit down and talk finally. It'd be fun. For real, for real. So yeah. can you tell us what you have going on right now? Um, I'm just kind of uh, working, got out of school last year, so just trying to make money and live right now. All right. So, yeah. All right. That's about it. <laughs> and, and, um, today's topic is general thoughts on building a healthy relationship. And I'll repeat that again. It's general thoughts on building a healthy relationship. And for the first time ever, we're just going to keep the conversation open uh, Sam is very smart, so <laughs> I'm just going to keep it broad and I'm just going to let him, you know, divulge into whatever he wants to. And to start, my first question is, what are your thoughts on communication being the foundation of a healthy relationship? Um, I think that um, having an honest, uh, honest uh, conversation and um, is something that I look for in a partner. Um, I feel like having uh, like open communication is um, vital to the health of your relationship. Um, it's like honesty as as like the the very cornerstone of anything you build with somebody seems to be. Um, just just vital because uh, I think that having the ability to trust in somebody makes uh, makes it more it kind of creates like a um, <laughs> a shortcut or, or or simplifies the world for you um, just because there's a lot of people who when they speak, they, they're trying to like win points or they're trying to impress you or they're trying to, mm-hmm. um, you know, have you view them a certain way. But if you sit alone by yourself for any amount of time, you know that you're like deeply flawed in many ways. Mm. Um, and everybody has that thought. But when you look at someone else and they're putting up this front, then it's kind of... Um, you know, you can't. You can never tell what's real. But if you if you know and you have somebody that you trust, and they're always going to be real with you, even if it's even if it makes them look bad, especially, it's good to learn from from uh, what they're feeling and how their honest perception is. If that makes sense. No, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, communicating what you need, communicating what you don't need, what you don't want, communi- mm-hmm. just communicating anything. Right. And being honest, you know, and not really putting on that that face or that show and trusting that your partner will understand and still love you no matter what because you are communicating these things. Right. Yeah. And I think um, especially 
in like the early phase of like any relationship or when you're seeking like a partner being um honest to yourself for one thing and being honest to them too it can kind of weed out um somebody you don't want to be around um so like if i'm putting up this front and that's what's making somebody like me then when we get you know if it's if i'm seeking a long-term relationship it's like if i'm putting up a front then do they like me or do they like this the, front the that front. i yeah right so it's it's like well if i'm honest and i know that they're honest and we're clicking then that's genuine yeah you're being yourself you're you're like which is like one of the greatest goals of anybody seeking a relationship it's like can i find someone who can just love me for me and right. all that i am you know right. not this person that i'm trying to be mm-hmm. because eventually that person that i'm trying to be or i'm acting like is going to is going to fade because eventually i'm going to be put into a position where i have to be myself around them right yeah cuz um like it's it's hard to keep up a front for even just a day but if this is like a, if any if you're seeking like a long term relationship, it's like you, they're gonna find out. Like I don't know, I yeah. don't know how these people like you see these people on TV <laughs> and they have like this secret double life, and it's like you know like there's these they like keep murders from their wife or something like that. Like I don't I that takes an insane amount of energy. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> yesterday I heard a story from uh, from a guy, and I think he was a um, he has a friend who's a trucker. Right. And he was telling me, I was actually getting my hair cut. Right. And uh, he was like, yeah, man, I know a lot of truckers and people who have two families. Like <laughs> a family wherever the train goes and a family wherever the train comes back. Or a uh, truck, I mean. Yeah. So I'm like, man, and, and <laughs> they don't know anything about each other. So I'm That's like, insane. how can you mentally even do that? Oh, man. I don't, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I do not have that kind of energy to keep up alive for like any amount of time. So I don't know. Uh, I think also having, uh, having, being honest makes it so much easier to keep your story straight. Cause if you're like keeping up a front <laughs> with, uh, with anyone, it's like, Oh, what did I tell this person? If this not who I truly am, right. You know? Oh God, that, that, that sounds was, exhausting. No, it, it, no, it, it is actually exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's not that you know anyone couldn't be a player or something like that it's just like honestly i think it takes way more energy to juggle multiple people than it does to focus on one and then when you're focusing on that one person you're putting your time and energy with him mm-hmm. you just get so much more out of it right you know yeah 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 i think that's good for like growth too like if you're growing a relationship i i yeah I feel like some people are into like the chase aspect of like dating yeah. and stuff, which I guess that uh, that has its own thing. But yeah, sure, it is like, a phase. And, you know, yeah. everybody's gonna probably experience something like it. Yeah, it's it's it seems like a very short lived type of deal, but I don't know. It seems um, exciting for sure. Exciting, it sounds yeah, for like sure. very adventurous of someone to be able to. Yeah. Do that. I think people get kind of hooked on that feeling of like um, acceptance, at least at this base level. They're like, if I can pull this many girls, whatever, it's like, mm-hmm. it's or, like or at guys. least guys. Yeah. There's pull, girls out here. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. <laughs> but, you know, that's just what I see is like, you're pulling all these girls. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that that has its own rewards. But I sure. think, I think uh, 
if you're looking for like a stable long term thing, you got to be. I don't know. And, and, and you're more pro one woman. Yeah, I I well, I think that's exhausting. To, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I don't know. I can't keep up with all that. Like one is more than plenty. So, <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, I know we were talking a little bit about self development mm. and a little bit about how self development and partner development or group development mm-hmm. is a little bit of the same but different at the same time. So, right. what what are your thoughts on developing as an individual and you know in a partnership with someone else? Right. Okay. So I think mostly what I think about that is. As it relates to people who go relationship to relationship, like, um, so if you're in like a long-term relationship, whatever, and then you, you guys break up, whatever, um, if, if you're someone who can't stay single and be happy for any certain amount of time, like you're like, I need somebody to fill that void. You have to kind of look at yourself and develop there because there's a lot of time that like in your whole life, you're going to be by yourself or you're alone with your thoughts all the time. So, um, I think that you, you have to kind of, you have to develop a personality of yourself and, and, um, otherwise when you get it, like you see these people that jump relationship to relationship and they kind of chameleon into whatever this Mm -hmm. person they're dating is, is like, if you're into somebody who, rides motorcycles or whatever you're yeah, like you're now all oh, about uh, yeah I'm all, I'm all about that now <laughs> and then you like switch up like you're like oh i like jazz this week but you know something like that but um i think that that while you're in a relationship too if you're if you're all about this person and you don't have like a, a developed sense of self then you're really kind of just like like you're not interesting to your partner if you're just agreeing with whatever they are so like you need somebody that's going to challenge you to become better like Mm. develop like if i was going to be in a long-term relationship i would want to gain something out of that because there's like a lot of utility in having a different other person helping you grow and you're hopefully helping them grow but like you don't want somebody that like i agree with what like if like if I had a girlfriend that was like, I agree with everything you say, whatever. And you don't, you're like trying to avoid arguments by agreeing like that. That just makes you like not really a person. You're like a mirror. Yeah. So it's like, why am I even dating? Well, I just date myself. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't need, I don't need a relationship. I'm just like, I'm talking to myself right now. Yeah. And people really enjoy and, and a lot of people would agree to disagree with me when I say this. But honestly, and I've seen this a lot. And I've studied a few relationships in my like time as a relationship sociologist. And it's like, I noticed that people actually enjoy debating with their significant other. They mm-hmm. enjoy arguing. They enjoy mm-hmm. the idea that you can win or lose and still have some kind of intimacy with someone else. Right. I think um, I, I, um, you said like win or lose. I think an idea um, about that is... Or how I view that is basically it you don't want to be or from what I can tell, you wouldn't really want to be in a position where you're winning or losing fights with your significant other. Mm. You're like, we're trying to and this is another thing that comes back to honesty is like Mm -hmm. we're trying to 
we're, we're coming together to figure out the solution to a problem. Mm. We're not trying to... Um, Tear the other down. Yeah. And, and, and if it becomes like a personal attack, it's like, well, that's not <laughs> helpful for them. They're right. going to resent you for, for attacking them personally or, or e- even in a small way. You, so you want to make sure that you're just talking about the ideas. So if you have an argument about... I mean, I guess if it was like raising a kid or something like that, and you say, I would want to raise my kid traditionally one way, and your partner says, well, I have some disagreements with that. It's like, you don't say, oh, you're stupid because you were raised a different way. You say, well, I think it would be better to, you you, you discuss ideas. You're not trying to like win points against him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not a battle. It's not like a competition. Mm-hmm. It's more so like we're doing this to... Um, Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> it, you're more so doing it as a way to grow with each other, to, you know, build something with these ideas that you guys are discussing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. That's, that's basically what I'm, what so I'm thinking. So what ways have you, as an individual, focused on self-development? Um, I... I uh, like to run a lot. I, I use uh, exercises, kind of like therapy. Um, I, I like to read a lot. So uh, books, anything that I think can help me maybe perceive the world in a different way mm. that's more complete than the way I was already, you know, seeing things. So different perspective. Um I don't know. I, I know that, like, you're incomplete and you're never going to be perfect. But, like, <laughs> right, right. but like if you can if you can go through the, the world in a way that's um, let path of not necessarily least resistance, but if you can make it so – because life's hard. And, and if you can make it easier on yourself by doing a little work on yourself, you come through less obstacles or you're more – you're more ready to take them on when mm-hmm. they come at you, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. No, I mean, you're just <clears throat> talking about educating yourself, yeah, and which is so key. Yeah. Especially, and that's honestly, hopefully what people gain from even listening to this podcast or any other podcast mm-hmm. or reading any books, uh, especially like for me, like I'm in real estate and it's like, if I didn't have that knowledge of real estate, if I didn't read any books or talk to anybody about it or, or educate myself, it would make real estate almost impossible for me. Not impossible, but right. I would have a way more difficult time. So right. when it comes to life in general, <clears throat> I agree with you. Like, what can you read that will get you out of financial mm-hmm. debt so that you don't worry about your finances? Yeah. Or what can you read that will help you increase your health so you're not focusing so much on your health in a negative way yeah you know yeah yeah i think um so people myself i'll just say myself but i'm assuming people have this um perception as well as uh, you you know in what areas you're insecure um you know like you you could pretty much pick out like you know Anything on on one hand, you can put, you're just like, okay, I'm this, this, and this. Right. And if you just pick your any of them, all the time you spend thinking about how insecure you are about this thing, if you can help it and you work on it, 
then you don't have to be insecure about it anymore. Or you can be, you can increase your competence that you're not blindly, you're not going against it blindly. You, you kind of have some awareness and you're not so incomplete in that area. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, if there was one thing that, in terms of insecurities, like what would you say is like one thing that someone could say, okay, I really should focus on this. Like, and I don't want you to have to say some mm-hmm. of your insecurities, mm-hmm. but what's, if you could think of like one that could be like common amongst most people, especially when it comes to relationships, you know? Um, well, I would say one, just a general one, not specifically about relationship, but I, uh, I do personal training. Um, and so people who are insecure about their weight or the way they look or the mm-hmm. way they're perceived because of the way they look, um, that's a big mental hurdle for people. And it's not something that isn't constantly on their mind. Mm-hmm. So like people are like, oh, I can't, you, you know, it, it affects their behavior because if you think about like, if you're getting ready to go on a vacation or something like this and you're insecure about the way you look, you're like, I'm going to avoid these places. I'm, I'm not going to do have fun on the beach or whatever. You, you change your behavior because of the things that you're insecure about. So if you spent a fraction of the time you are being insecure about it as in, in a way where you're learning about it and you're doing something about it, then you take away – it changes your whole perception on life. Like your outlook on life is different because your, your behavior is changed because of your perception of yourself. So if you can pinpoint one thing – and work on it so that it's not negative impa- negatively impacting you every day, then you can work on something else. And it's not like, so I, um, I am a, a fan of uh, Jordan Peterson, and he talks about this thing, uh, these myths, and there's the myth of the Hydra is like, you have this three-headed monster, and when you cut off one head, three more grow in its place. So it's like, you take, um, you, you kill off this thing, it's like, oh, I, I'm insecure about the way I look. You work on it and work on it. And then once you're confident in that, then another issue pops up. You know, something you didn't even know was there, but now you're insecure about this instead. But um, if that makes sense, if yeah, like that no, analogy makes sense, it's no, kind of like... I, I just want you to keep elaborating on that because you're, you're saying a lot of good things that yeah. people aren't really aware of, you know. I mean, just a simple fact that if a person is changing their habits based off of a mental hurdle mm-hmm. and it has to do with something like their weight or something like that, mm-hmm. like that to me says like, okay, we're on vacation and I'm not able to fully experience this vacation. Yeah. Right? So how can you fully experience that and reach that point of, okay, I feel happy in this moment mm-hmm. if you're mentally, you know, anxious about what other people are thinking and it could be just simply... Like, hey, I need to feel comfortable enough with myself to be able to work on this thing that I am feeling like is a hurdle for myself. And and if I break that down, mm-hmm. how many other things will that yeah positive you know thoughts and right yeah yeah like, um there was one thing I heard um, I forget who it was from I think it was some minister I don't I I don't know but I saw I think it was on like a podcast or something like that. But he was talking about how he was um, like drug addict, homeless, whatever. Um, and he he became um, 
or he went through all these steps, whatever. He he was fixing problems and then like new ones came up and he said, I now he's a minister and he's like, I've kind of perceived myself more or like I have more sins now, but I think it's, you know, this is like all self-perception, but it's like um, being aware of your shortcomings doesn't make them go away. It just makes you, I think, more ready to deal with them. So like if you're if you're a drug addict or something like that and you're always um high or you're like you're not thinking about anything, you're not thinking about betting yourself, you don't see yourself as a bad person, you're just like you're just kind of going through motions, but if you're trying to constantly better yourself, you do see your shortcomings. Um but that doesn't mean that you specifically have more of them it's just it's just you're aware of them mm. if that makes sense yeah so you're just more aware of those things but it doesn't mean that there's a lot more of them or that you're yeah. really bad yeah or that you're in a bad place mm-hmm. you you might be making forward progress in your life um but it may seem like you're it, it may, or yeah. you're in a bad place but you're just more aware of of these mm-hmm. bad things right which like you said like the fact that you're aware means that you're able to dissect it. You're able to break it down. You're able to hopefully find a solution for it. Right. And then you'll gain understanding like, okay, I now I know that I am making progress forward. Mm-hmm. And now I know that I'm getting out of it. And now I know that this is no longer a insecurity or this is an insecurity that I'm able to, you know, handle now. I'm able to right. deal with. So I... Yeah, that's really valuable because there's so many insecurities that can take years. Yeah, yeah. And some people have stuff that they never get over and they're like always battling it. But but struggling with something um, is, is, uh, is better than not trying. I think there, there was something else I heard where, um, if you, you, you kind of, I guess this is, let me see how I want to say this. Um, so if you can kind of give your life meaning, um, you can, you can say people who are cynical or whatever, say life is meaningless or whatever. And then if you if you take that assumption then you can do whatever you want and you don't have repercussions for it but if you if you decide to say well life does have some meaning or you can assign or not assign the meaning to it but like you find what is meaningful to you and and then your actions have consequences but if you if you if you go through the presumption that life is meaningless then your actions don't have consequences. And there's there's some value to that because it's like, well, nothing matters. I can do whatever I want. Mm. And then, so that's like maybe the drug addict who's like, I don't have a problem. I don't need to fix anything. But the this, the the struggle in that is that is that nothing's meaningful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can do whatever you want, but nothing's meaningful to you. Um, so I guess that could be a defense mechanism for some people. But... Um, and yeah, and you're just talking about like holding yourself accountable in a sense of yeah, like and I honestly I was thinking about t- that today. I was talking to a friend of mine and uh, 
um, it was just along the same lines. It's like, well, what does that mean in terms of making life decisions? Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, everyone has that thought, like, did I make the right decision? You know, and it's like, well, some people feel like it doesn't matter what decision I make. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, if that's the case, if you're saying, well, did I make the right decision? That means you're going to be more aware of any consequences that may come from that decision. Mm-hmm. And if you're like, oh, it doesn't matter what decision I make, then it doesn't matter what if there's consequences or not. You're not even really aware of it. And like you, I mean, some people enjoy life like that. Yeah, but I think I think there's an emptiness to that. You know, if if you if you do whatever you want, and uh, I don't know. I think well, there's this one thing I that I actually read recently that I think is pretty um, pretty interesting. Um, if you think, um, maybe even we could roll it back in a little bit to like in terms of a relationship, <laughs> but like, um, so the word decide, I was told that the, the suffix, or I was, it was explained that the suffix for that is side. So if you think of the word pesticide, homicide, genocide, whatever, that's to kill and decide means you're not Decide isn't I'm picking this. So maybe in terms of a partner, it's not saying I'm deciding that I want to be with this person. It's side as in I'm killing off all my other potential options. Mm-hmm. This is this is who I'm. I'm not picking this person. I'm killing off all the other options, and this is what's left. Is is how I interpreted it, and I think that's kind of a interesting way to frame mm. that that word. I think it's important to think about like i don't know the way language is formed your perception because i think that i it was just really interesting to me i guess no i thought that was really interesting that was the first time i've heard it described that way yeah you know especially when you're talking about if you if we were to bring it back into relationships Mm -hmm. it's like if we were to go back to that example of people having multiple partners right right you know and then they somehow are like set on this one partner mm-hmm. it's like like you said like they're kind of just deciding to let go of those other partners you're right so yeah and and that's like uh the classic uh <laughs> yeah you get like i just know like a guy i'm talking to a bunch of girls or whatever and then they're like so what are we? <laughs> you right, know? right, that whole thing is like is like I, I don't want to decide. I don't want to kill off my other options yet. So I'm gonna just keep it vague. <laughs> no, that's that's very valuable. That's very valuable. Yeah. Um, okay, so my final general topic is: What have you recognized as a reason for why some relationships fail? Um, uh, let me think here. I think, um, well, I, I always go back to the thing that's the most important to me is truthful, honest conversation, um, communication, uh, and having someone you can trust in. But also, like I said earlier, is like, if they're not willing to grow or if they're, you know, if if you're honest from the beginning, then you can kind of glean what that person is like. And if you're honest with yourself and honest with them, you know, or you will be able to tell how compatible you are pretty quickly, like at least to some degree. And then if you're honest, if you're both honest, then if it doesn't work out, then it's not 
as it's not as hurtful because you know well this just didn't work between us mm. all right like there's tons of people and not everybody is for everybody else right like it's it you're just trying to find your person or whatever and that if that's not who it is then that saves you a lot of time too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like if you're honest with me and you don't like me and you tell me you don't like me or something like that then good for me because I just saved all that time trying to be mm-hmm. somebody I'm not to impress somebody I don't care about mm-hmm. or something like that. You know? Yeah. I and, think... Uh, and, and, and the cool thing about that is like, I mean, you got to understand that if that person is not the right person for you, then that just means that there is someone better for you. You know, that mm-hmm. means that there is that right person for you. Right. So that's something to be excited about and not so upset about when you're getting out of these relationships or you realize they're not working because you guys just don't have that compatibility. So, and I always think that's the exciting part. It's like, well, as you're learning that you're not compatible with some people, you're discovering so much more about yourself and the things that you do want and actually desire in a partner. Right. So. Yeah, I agree with that completely. For sure. (laughs) Yeah, there's so much uh, to communication and just being honest in general but i need to ask you Mm. why do you think it's so tough for people to just be honest oh boy um i think well if if you're not if you're not talking to somebody who's like socially unhinged i guess there's there's a, a want to be liked um and with the thing with people who just do like dip their feet into short-term relationships or just are in the game you know um they they don't maybe want to be honest because they're um afraid of being alone or something like that there's another thing that i've noticed from um listening to people um and like older adults when they talk about their relationship or whatever it seems like a lot of them do like to win points against their partners mm. and there's something to um there's something to it's it's kind of like messed up at least in my perception I don't like this but having a superiority over your partner mm. being like oh my my husband's so f- dumb whatever he did this this and this and then you can complain to your friends and and there's like kind of you know if somebody plays the martyr they're like oh i'm just i'm just with this man who doesn't know any anything and i'm just or just woe is me or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like you know i don't know or or they like to be superior in some way which i think is uh it is kind of a waste of your own time too because the time you spend trying to gain points um with your friends or against your spouse or partner or whatever is time you could be spending with somebody who is compatible and on the same level as you. So you shouldn't be above your partner and they shouldn't be above you. Like you can learn from each other. And I don't, I think, I think like when you're both on the same page, that's where any growth comes from. Because if anybody is like, if you're like, dating somebody that's way smarter than you or way better than you at something that you care about, then they're going to get bored of you quick. So why would they hang out with you? And if you were the same way, or if you were better and smarter than this other person, then it's like, you're going to get bored of them or annoyed with them. So it's like, you got to be on the same playing field as, as far as I can tell. I completely agree. Yeah. I, 
That's just what I think. I don't know if that, <laughs> I don't remember exactly the question, but <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I kind of just landed on that. No, that was really good. Was, <laughs> I mean, I I would say you answered the question. It was just simply along the lines of why some relationships may fail, right? Um, which I feel like that's a big part of it, mm-hmm. you know. And um, also think that if you're able to be honest, I don't know. I don't know why it's so tough with some people but oh right you know, if you're able to do that and like you said if you're able to just be on some kind of same page like have some balance um not try to win points you know i feel like you can go really far you can go as far as you want to mm-hmm. you know you can go as far as you guys want to if you guys want to do the long-term marriage family if you guys are on the same page and that's what you want, you can do that together as long as you're being honest, transparent, and communicating that. Mm-hmm. And if either one of you doesn't want that one thing, then it's not going to work because it's it's almost, it's not impossible. But if one person wants a long-term relationship and another one wants to be a player and they want a short-term thing, right? how can that possibly even sound, that doesn't even sound healthy. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah, no. <laughs> it's not even... It's and even if they're hiding that from you, like the fact that they're hiding it, even if you didn't know they were trying to be short term and they were communicating to you, like I want long term this, oh I really want to be with you forever. It's like mm-hmm. there's there's no way that their communication would line up with their actions because at the end of the right. day, no matter what you're saying, right, right. <laughs> your actions have to be right the foundation of that. Definitely, yeah. That's that's insightful right right you know like that's why i don't i don't really get how i mean everyone's been played before in some manner yeah but it's like it's kind of interesting though because once you kind of just step out of side outside of your emotions Mm -hmm. and you're looking at the situation as whole it's like okay you're saying one thing your actions are doing something else right i i uh oh man i just had i had something and i lost it um I think that back to what you said. Let me try to remember again. Um, I forget. I'm sorry. You're all good, man. Take your time. What was the last question you asked? Or, uh, <laughs> sorry. So like the last point. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that a reason that it might be hard for people to be honest is what you just said is that people, have, everybody's been played before. So it might be a fear of being vulnerable mm. with this specific person or mm. with anybody because people put up walls about like you know i i was myself like i was i was i was myself with this person i was mm, all of me and mm, they and they didn't and, want me right. they played me and so <laughs> right. it's kind of like a vicious cycle but you got to be like this is how i am this is how i'm going to be and then if you're not into that or you're playing me then that's on you but like m- maybe i mean so you can reflect on your past relationships if you have these walls up and it's like there's got to be something I did maybe that m- maybe this person's just an asshole and they played me. Mm-hmm. But if it happened, you know, play me once, shame on you, fool me twice, whatever, that right. whole thing um, is like if this keeps happening to you, maybe you should kind of take a look back at one, the people you attract and how you were acting during this whole relationship. Mm-hmm. So th- there's clues in there about the way you acted that made this certain person act this way towards mm-hmm. you. Yeah, and and then that's a part of being like honest with yourself too, because 
a lot of people say they don't want these situations and then like in their mind it's like come on man what's really going on yeah like not everyone is oblivious to yeah like (laughs) and that might be something that you're hiding in yourself that you're like you're like oh i I know exactly (laughs) i know exactly why they play me but i'm gonna make them look up to be the asshole Mm because like mm -hmm, it's like oh mm -hmm. dude you know what you did yeah i know (laughs) know what you did man i tell you what i i it's so funny because i experienced a lot in the past and it's like you can't, you can't really get around it because people are people and they're gonna right. have their um, reasons for why they do certain things. Mm-hmm. And though it does not make any sense, sometimes it's like all you can do is you know live and grow from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's another thing of being uh, confident in yourself is like, or not confident but comfortable at least being yourself is like if this person leaves me. Or whatever something happens, I am again by myself. I gotta have something that keeps me going, and I have to have an identity of my own that is like, you know, I, you, you're not gonna be soul crushed every time somebody leaves you because that's just how life is. Mm-hmm. So it's like just just make yourself somebody worth dating. Then you'll probably get a date. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and if you know that person doesn't come along. Date yourself. Yeah, dude. Date yourself. It's, it's date, cheaper. Date your man. You know, it's, <laughs> it's less expensive. You enjoy every part of it because you're doing exactly what you want to do. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, and what I'm really saying, you know, all jokes aside is like, discover who you are. Invest in yourself. Learn what you want to do to fi- figure out what you want to do in life. Like, figure out what kind of person you want to be. You know, make a list of some things. Figure out where you want to travel to. Figure out what kind of person you do see yourself being with. And, you know, start knocking that list down. You mm-hmm. know? Definitely. Uh, yeah, for sure. Do you have any last tips for the lovebirds? Uh, uh, just be true to yourself. That's all I got to say. Hey, be true to yourself. <laughs> all right. Thank you, as always, lovebirds, for listening. Thank you, Sam, for being a guest. I appreciate you and your time. Fun. And as always, stay blessed, not stressed.